Yeah, in this case, I think, yes, they are correct. Was in terms of the, uh, if you look at the provisions of Section 130 of the Children's Act at 38 of 2005, as amended, uh, it says that if it is in the child's best interest, then a child from the age of 12 and above can give that consent for HIV testing. But I think what the problem is, is the manner in which all of this uh, was handled. The disclosure of these HIV test results, because no one is allowed to divulge the information pertaining to the results, whether or not they are negative or positive. But in this matter, we are saying, yes, Kevin Bila was correct, actually, to give out the consent forms because we do have parents who received the consent forms. So, number one, they handed out consent forms, knowing for the fact that uh, a child from 12 years and above can be tested without a parental or a, a consent from the guardian. Mm. But and what does that mean? What does that mean? If a it, child it can means consent. That when they were, yeah, it means that they were also confused. They started doing their research after the outcry from the community. Because if they knew that a person old can give a consent, there was no need of issuing out or handing out the consent form to be signed by the parents. But after everyone was phoning, was making the statements in the public domain, then they started consulting. That's my assumption. Because you would never uh, hand out a consent form to be signed by a parent, if you know very well that a child does not need does not need parental consent, so why would you do that okay. when you are hundred percent aware that there is no need for it? Here's my uh, consternation with this uh, particular consent issue, Mr. Majola. You see, it's one thing to say you consent to a particular process, but yesterday on the forum date, we spoke at length about rights, human rights, and what that actually means. So for you to give a consent form to a 12-year-old and ask them to sign that, surely you have a responsibility to make sure that the child understands first and foremost, what they are doing, what they are consenting to and what it means, and also that they have a right to say no. And my question is, was that communicated effectively to these children? According to the reports that we are receiving uh, from parents and, and children, and as a result of that, while we are busy with the Easter preparations, on Saturday I will be in Port Elizabeth meeting with some of the parents because uh, there was no session where this whole system was explained to children. While the CEO of Kedimbilo believes that a child from the age of 12 has a right to, to, to consent, but Kedimbilo never had a, a session to explain the implications of getting into the HIV AIDS test. That was not done, and that is our concern. Number two, when the children were given the result, some of the parents had already told me that they got the information from their own children that a child by this name, a child by this name, uh, was crying at school because they were told 
in front of other children. You must bear in mind that we are not talking about children who were sleeping and had these imaginations in our dreams. But we are talking about children who were in school and this thing happened in school. Because now there are two things. One is saying it took place at the tent outside the school. The children are saying these people were in school. Now, if you were doing it in a correct fashion, you would not go out and put a tent outside the school and grab learners as they walk out of the school. Therefore, something fishy that was done by this NGO. With the Department of Education, we're still saying that, Sakina, when children leave home in the morning going to school, they are in the hands of the Department of Education. And Ketindil uh, 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 works in partnership with the Department of Education. And I don't see a need or a reason why they would put a tent away from school while they having a partnership at the national level. Well, in terms of recourse, uh, what sort of legal action is available to parents of these affected learners, if any? We will definitely assist them because definitely there is a litigation route to be taken because we believe that and we strongly believe that this is a gross violation of children's rights uh, where their privacy has been invaded, uh, where their private life has been exposed, where their HIV status has also been uh, exposed to the public, and therefore we will assist them to find a legal representation. Quite a number of people have already approached us to say they are willing to represent these parents so that they can find some answers. If it is getting people that was right, then the court of law will prove who is right and who is wrong. But those parents will definitely be represented, as we believe that some of them come from very, very difficult uh, backgrounds where they cannot afford legal fees. Well, Mr. Petros Majola, thanks so much for your time this morning.